Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Tip, tip, tip. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 171. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you for joining the People's Podcast. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, woo, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast. It's your boy, Mike Bridenstine. It's your boy. It's your boy. And joining me from uh, Portland or Oregon or California or wherever Kyle Kinane lives, it's Kyle Kinane, comedy legend, walking Portland into the- adjacent. <laughs> Are you there, Kyle? Is that is, I'm, is- por- I'm, I'm Portland adjacent. So I decided there would be no uh, agenda for the program today. It would be all just freestyle bullshit, which is going to yeah. be fun. I've Off only, the for, dome. Off the a, dome. For a podcast? I don't know, guys. No, 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 no. The 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 regular show is always uh produced and 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 done to um a standard that I appreciate, but uh like, no matter how hard I try to derail it, it usually has a thing. <laughs> we I've only done a couple that don't have any sort of uh any sort of production. I've, and, I'm uh, surrounded by musical instruments. I can throw this thing under the bus right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. Please do. Guys, want me to wail on some guitar? <laughs> yeah, if you want to. <laughs> There's no, play, no rules. Just cra- uh, Crambone. I want to hear Crambone. Crambone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Doesn't mean anything. It's not plugged in. Sounds real good. Yeah, you trimmed. Uh, you, what, you where trimmed, are you? Where, where I trimmed what? You trimmed the beard from that, what? That, from my pandemic growth? I, yeah, I, I feel like it was longer a couple weeks ago. When? Did, who? When did you see me a couple weeks ago? On fucking on social media. It's the only place I see you, Kyle. Oh, that stuff's not real. <laughs> It was probably it was probably from ten years ago because I got to churn up all these old clips. Uh-huh. I got how do people like me? I don't know how how are these people how do these people live looking at their phones? How's it? How does a Theo Vaughn have two million followers on Instagram? Just going nobody knows. <laughs> Joe Kilgallen. What if raccoons are just possums with a like, with a nicer jacket? And then two million. Fuck, what? What if a butthole what? was somebody's eye? And you had to see every time you shit. These guys just, were giving me a free streetwear clothes at my show uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, they were they wanted to like you know relate relate to a comedian, so they're like, "I bet you know Theo Vaughn, huh?" And uh, I got four free shirts, so I said, "Yes, I did." Very and nice. One of my faves. One of my I favorites. Would, no ill will towards the man, but some people you like. Oh, well, I've I've done shows with these people. Let me check in on them on social media, and they're like mega stars. You're like, what? Right. What am yeah. I? Was I doing something different this whole time? Kilgallen told me he uh, old he as inter- fuck. He introduced Theo Vaughn at Lakeshore Theater or Laugh Factory, one of the two, and he said he couldn't hear himself saying 
putting Theo Vaughn's name into a microphone because the crowd is screaming so loud. Jeez. Hey. People have endeared themselves. What are you going to do? We're just not likable, boys. So <laughs> you are in, uh, what is it, Beaverton, Oregon? Is that where you're? Yeah. I'm, I haven't had a special hat made. <laughs> That's a great fucking hat. Yeah, I love this hat. The fucking suburbs. I haven't gotten, I haven't even gotten the Chicago Bears font, so I was sick of describing what yeah. Chicago I was from. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. The so part, I'm from the part where the tornadoes start. That's the part of Chicago I'm from. I'm going to get you one that says karaoke and Kino. Oh. So to answer your question, like, I, I was very inspired with you uh, leaving Los Angeles. And I doubled down, and I moved to Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> I okay, really? Uh huh. Yeah. Just uh, by yourself? Yep. Just a. Uh, it's a place that I can just uh, hide, and no one bothers me, and it's affordable. It's cheap, and I love the dive bars. <laughs> I love all the garbage food. And they're I, not uh, called dive bars in Saginaw. They're just called bars. That's correct. Yeah, they are. What just... you calling a dive there, fucko? <laughs> you say that inside the place. Oh yeah, and there's a a, a cavalcade of characters. They're all fabulous. They're all incredible people. And yeah, I uh, I I do not regret it for one second. Are you? Since I haven't, Mike, I've, I've spoken with you. I've, I've I read the book about Chicago comedy. Boy. I talked a lot of shit in that one. Um, (laughs) I think you were fine. I think a lot of it was justified. I think a lot of it was explained throughout. I think I don't think that you said it had any pot shots that were that didn't come with anything. No, I I think I I stand behind my statement. I'm like, boy, every time I'm in this book, I'm like, and then this fucking asshole. Uh, So, but but Burns, I haven't seen you in forever. Seen or talked to you in, in in ages. So I didn't know you're in Michigan. Tell me, okay. What's your day to day? Are you working remotely? Or yes. Are you just straight up government cheese and? No, no, middle? no. I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I never mentioned this. I'll say it on the show. I, I run the social media uh, for Lincoln Lodge, so I've fully returned. Okay. Home. Yeah. You know the what you don't real uh, my friend who's uh, my friend Brendan Kelly who's a, a musician punk rock. He runs the social media for the Wiener Circle. Or at least he did. Yeah, that's great. Like, it, oh wow! Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 and I've interacted it's, with him. It's a yeah, it's a real job. Like you don't realize when, like now. When, remember, like, remember ten years ago, someone's like, "I'm the social media manager." Like, oh, you just click on their Facebook. Now it's like, God, I really need a social media manager to really get my shit off the ground. Yeah, it, it, I think Kelly Dwyer did it for Ari Shafir. Really? Yeah. So when the Kobe thing happened, she was dealing with that. When he was like, because his whole thing was like, the I know person, two Kelly Dwyers. Oh, sorry, Kelly Dwyer, Matt Dwyer, the Mrs. Mrs. Matt Dwyer, Mrs. Dwyer, not, not KD on hoops out of uh, not KD, not okay. KD hoops. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to that Kelly Dwyer too. Okay, K Don hoops is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. K Don hoops. He's like it's KD on hoops. He always corrects me. I like yeah. I like I like K apostrophe Don hoops. That's K-Don. funny. Someone someone took me aside in Chicago and I had my job and they're like, oh, you do comedy? Have you seen? Funnyordy.com. What? <laughs> funny or die? Uh, funny or die? <laughs> that one, I, I, that took me a minute. 
took me a second too. That's something somebody really said. I remember no tall men went after like me too. Hashtag no tall no tall men. <laughs> I bet there's a guy somewhere in Mississippi whose name is Funny Ordy. <laughs> Ordy <laughs> Adams. Ordy yeah, Adams. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put funny in front of that name. But uh, funny. Where's Where is Stephen right now? <laughs> Dead. So I, not not to exclude you by any means, uh, Brido, but I'm I'm fascinated about Saginaw, Michigan. How far outside of a major city are you? I'm not, about not a knock on Saginaw. No, South no, no, North no. I'm a, I'm about uh, an hour and a half outside of Detroit. What are you doing on a Friday night? Friday night, I am uh, walking down to Max Bar. I'm starting it off with a uh, with a lovely uh, old fashioned. And okay. Then, uh, and then next door, the same owner owns a, a dive <laughs> called Steamers. I'll go in there and I'll have a couple drinks. And uh, then there's also a bar that I really fancy called the Scottish Inn, which is uh, absolutely fabulous. Great food. And okay. uh, everything's cheap, and uh, a beer is two bucks, <laughs> and uh, a, a nice cocktail is three fifty, and you can't okay. be two dollar two dollar everything bottles. Oh yeah, a, a Budweiser, a Bud Light, a a Coors on can. a on a on a Friday. It's always that price. That's what the Lincoln Lodge or the Lions Den was on Mondays. That's why it was packed. No. I just came from the Winco. I did the grocery shopping for me and the misses. They got this. I think it was a misprint, so I got two cases of it. The Corona Seltzers, three bucks for a twelve pack. Those are good. Are they? I thought they must suck. They're not bad. That's three three dollars for twelve. Are you still off the the it's beer? A typo. Are you still typo. off the beer? You weren't drinking beer for a bit because you had a little uh, little toe problem. Oh yeah, well I got pills for that. Oh. I'm, I've been vegetarian <laughs> for years. Really? You reg- Really? Yeah. I'll break edge once in a while, but I've been vegetarian for maybe four years. Wow. Four or five years. Are you seeing how it health benefits from that? Like besides the yeah, do you know how fat I should be? <laughs> You're pretty fucking you know how fat. Fucking fat I should be. I don't do anything for my body. You go mountain. You go mountain biking. That's not. That's something. I got great games. Ooh, I like a man with got ripping. I got ripping gams. You do. <laughs> yeah, well, if, you got, if you got fat, you'd have great gams too. That's another trick to the, a lot of fat cells. Oh, have yeah. sweet legs. Hey, of course, they're holding up all that weight. I got yeah, my, yeah. my ass is like two, my ass is like two Tom and Jerry hams next to each other. <laughs> Solid. That's what I have. I have this picture back here. I told Rachel, I'm like, draw me a cartoon ham, and she drew me that. <laughs> So he's by, gotta, by wall of art, there's some there's some stuff from Egypt, and there's a ham that Rachel drew for me. I lo- represents sweet caboose on, on <laughs> yeah. I I love that you have a uh, studio esque vibe for your social media purposes, which is so far beyond. We live in a house, so we have master bedroom, and it's a three bedroom house. It's small, so my bedroom. I don't know how I want, I want to script my camera thing, but I've got like, we went like, all right, we're here for like, we didn't know how long we we're going to be up here, but she basically, I'm like, I'm basically living like Tom Hanks in big. Mm. Oh, well, that's what, I, that's, that's what I call Burns's apartment. It's identical to mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. There you go. I, I live in the Let big me, house. 
I'm good. Now I want to brag. Now I want to brag. Let me see if I can I get the camera mount over to where. All right, we got the wall of guitars. We got we got the rack of guitars over there. Rack mm-hmm. of shredders. Beautiful. Uh, just to the left of that is my TV for my PlayStation needs. You know what for gaming and such. I'm at also on a gaming computer right now for other games. What I are you playing? You playing not, like I'm a Fortnite? Using it right now. I forgot to plug this. You like a in. Fortnite guy or? No, no, I can't. I can't play with the youths. I can't handle the racial epithets. Right. Yeah. I don't need that. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a woke progressive. I can't listen to these teens calling me the 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 the, the, the L word and everything. Unnecessary. No, I've got my buddy sending me an, an, an early original. Uh, <laughs> my buddy has shipped me a uh, an early Xbox because all I want to play are early uh, GTA games, and that's all I want. Just that. I'm on a, yeah, I'm just I'm on a PlayStation Four. Yes, it's still ki- it's still kicking. Mm-hmm. I play Far Cry. I got a, I got a Nintendo. I got my my amps and my guitars. I made friends with the. The guitar shop guy out here, so we go to see punk rock shows, and I got yeah, it's just goodies. I just have toys. Yeah, it's fun, right? It's fun to get out and live in a random ass place, and just do you and have no like it. You're not affected by the rest of the world. I just have. I live in a playground. My apartment is a playground. Do you guys want to hear like about LA stuff or like let's try to stay? Well, out. You, we all we did that already. <laughs> no, but Brido 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 lives in some part of LA that is might as well be a random place. I live I live twenty miles away now. Yeah, where do you live? North Hills. It's between uh, Van Nuys and Northridge. We bought a house. You bought a house? Well, Mar- married man. The wife bought the house. <laughs> Hey, it, well, it, we didn't but, uh, buy a house, but one of us says thank you a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> one of us feels they need to kiss a little bit more ass. Yeah. Do you have to? Yeah. Do you mow the lawn, Kyle? I would love to see you no, in some we, cutoff shorts mowing a lawn. I, the, yeah. the cutoff shorts with those legs. Me, but I don't, with I, don't, I, don't, I don't mow. I don't yard work. No thanks. When we got here, there's a guy. We got a guy, Angel. He does on Wednesdays. And I told Rachel, I'm like, I'll I'll pay out of my own pocket for Angel. I'm not touching yard work. Rachel's out there. She's gardening. She's pulling up the uh, weeds. She loves it. She's out there. We're just it's just the two of us. We just we got the stray cat. We got little D hanging around. <laughs> little dirt nap. There's this crusty old cat that we let in the house now. And that's we just drink beers and hang out with this old cat. It's great. I love little but dirt. We're going back to LA soon. Well, we've got a sublet back in LA. Right. Well, you can. Oh, right. You, you can move back and forth. You you must have some things going on there, right? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have shit. I bailed. I bailed on showbiz two years before we left. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that was the happiest I ever been, was when I was like, wait a minute, I'm. You want me to drive around doing auditions? Right. For stuff I don't want to do anyway, or you get in this mindset of like I got to come up with a show because I'm a stand-up, so I got to yeah. come up with a team. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't want any of this. All I want to do is stand-up, and as soon as that happened, and then like all my days were free. Like if I wasn't on the road, like I'm just gonna ride bikes or go do fun stuff during the day. I had this revelation of like, you think you're supposed to want some sort of superstardom in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to want this like 
so, like I, but I already got the thing that I want. I to do stand up for a living and I'm middle class. Yeah. Why am I trying to, why am I making my brain crazy striving for these things that I don't even want in the first place? I already got the thing that I want and I don't materialistically. I'm like, fuck me. I mean, knock on wood, my bills are paid and shit. So what, what am I, what am I doing? We talk about this a lot and there was, I had that same revelation your, at some point. About your career. We talk about your career a lot. Yeah. But I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 no, I, I make enough money from this podcast and from other nickel and dime shit to live in a place that would be $4,500 in New York or something for, for pennies. It's, yeah. and I can afford everything. I have a, I couldn't buy a car in Los Angeles. I had to sell my fucking car. But now I was just thinking, did you have, I was wondering what happened to that truck, man. I took that, that. I took that. I took that to CarMax. I couldn't pass smog tests. It was going to toss me $3,000 to get some computer chip in there. I sold it to CarMax for 800 bucks cash. Didn't you, didn't you have a guy? I mean, didn't you know a guy who had a guy? I mean, Oh, I had I had guys who had guys, but eventually California figured out that they could track what type of car was being smog tested. So you couldn't hook up a uh, 86 Hyundai and then say it was a Ford F-150. I just have to drive mine. I just I have to drive mine around and I'm fine. That's it. Right. Didn't work anymore. (laughs) So, yeah, no one gives a shit here. I, I is this a, the great? Is this the great repopulation of the suburbs? Is this the new resurgence of urban sprawl? Is everybody that can't afford the cities realizing they can work from home and making these small places? Yes. Are we are we the ones who are making America great again? I think oh. so. I think so. Is this truly what it means? Oh, interjecting some big city culture into some. Uh, uh, Ding dong uh, dive bar in the suburbs. That's exactly. Like, let, me, what... let me tell you what LA was like in 2007. <laughs> I sell that. I sell that brand so hard, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'll, I'm there for that conversation about LA in 2007. That's when I got here. That's. I, I love that conversation. But yes, yeah. yes to not living uh, in the. I mean, I'm going there later for a show. It's. Uh, you. Here's what you guys are missing. Um, it looks like pure sadness. It'll make you very sad. <laughs> I was there like a month ago. I saw okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I felt but bad. But every city, every city's bad. No city is good. I felt I felt bummed all the time. I had severe anxiety. I really withdrew from everyone. And I just except for playing golf with the boys like uh like Holmes oh, yeah. and um and uh crocious and and cj and and uh and uh golf took everybody that was it that was it no i didn't i didn't have anything else to do for like two fucking years and i would rail brido i'd be like brido you gotta come play golf with us please and i didn't tell anyone that i was gonna move so weights by myself yeah but yeah but you didn't i didn't on my uh, my own fault, I did not tell you. Look, dude, this is the last chance to see me, and that's on me. Oh, really? 
Yeah, what I found out from other people that he moved, so I had that had to have like side conversations. Like, is Burns mad at me? And people were like, oh, I don't you think just, so. You pulled a full disappearing act. I I I did the ultimate Irish goodbye. I I rented the <laughs> I rented the biggest SUV I could uh I could get, and then I packed it filled with all my belongings that would fit in said SUV. And I took two weeks to drive from Los Angeles to Michigan. I stopped every three hours and would would stay in a place like uh, random Texas towns. And, oh, yeah. And I just I, – I went to the local – and once I got out of L.A., I had this breath of fresh air like, oh, my God, I'm fucking Literally. Free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm so free. I can do whatever I want. Some towns were still very COVID um, uh, stringent, which, you know, totally fine. But some, it was just like, oh, my God. I went to Vegas for two days. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I made several days worth of money. For that car, for my hotels on basketball gambling, and then I moved on to the next place. And it's great. That's what you do there. Well, I, I was out for seven weeks last year because I got a van. I got a transit van that was already converted. Yeah, it's super. I, was out awesome. for seven, I just I, last Friday I just wrapped up about three and a half, almost four weeks. I was out. I have to ask though, Burns, what like what was your how did you assess what came with you in terms of like ir- irony, like of, of what ironic decorations <laughs> and possessions were you like, I don't think I need this. Like, uh, yeah. I, I, it all came down to what were finite commodities. My cassette. Cause cl- your place always looked cool, but it was always yeah. like, man, this is a, like this, my man, it was like, you basically lived in Graceland wherever you live. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. Burns fled Chicago also, and uh, we lived across the street <laughs> from Burns. So it'd be every day just him coming over with just like a handful of just junk and dumping it in our living room. This is in 2005. So he, he had all – he just has it, and he just restocks it, whatever city he's yeah. in. That's what I mean. Like, what kind of rhinestone-encrusted mannequin torso <laughs> did you have to like, ah, God, do I keep this? There's a, or do I keep this replica Uncle Buck bowling ball? Like, which one comes with? <laughs> I I started out, I would say, four months before I did it and started to give everything away on my Patreon. So every other day you would get something like it was a drawing. Who wants this? Who wants this? Who, who wants the DVD set of bum fights? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought that over to your house and I said, get this out of my life. I don't, this is a mistake. <laughs> I watched it once and I was like, this is just sad. And no, I but, threw it away. But I'd have like a 70s penthouse or something. I'd, I'd sign it in a, in, a, uh, gold, in a gold or silver uh, Sharpie, okay. like from Carl Welzine. XXX and then this is now somebody else's collector's item baseball cards I did it with a ton of stuff and there's still a lot that I left and I should have brought it but I like a blank canvas it was so nice I've never lived by myself except for a small amount of time I would say three weeks in New York eh, maybe maybe two months I had my own studio apartment 
And then this is it. Like, it's weird to live by yourself, like without any roommates or anything. Brido, have you, have you lived by yourself as an adult? No. Kyle? Yeah, I had my place for five years over across from the Red Lion. Oh, yeah. And, and see, that was a nice I, spot. I I thought it was. And now Rachel gives me the female perspective. She's like, it was a fucking cave. There was no natural light. I'm like, oh, yeah, these things that someone else would notice. <laughs> like, right. Oh, yeah, it really was a tomb. But it was but fun. I liked it. It, I, I liked it. It was fun. It was really cool. I remember going to your apartment and thinking, oh, my God, this guy is balling out of control. That's <laughs> what I thought. And then you look back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I woke up at 7 a.m. every day because that's when traffic started. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or earlier when the bipolar homeless guy would find the abandoned couch in my neighbor's yard and lay in there and scream at the clouds. <laughs> scream. <laughs> Try to fight the rising sun. <laughs> I had, hey, that, hey. I was laughing. My my landlord was homeless while I lived in his building. Big Ed, my landlord, <laughs> at one point got evicted from where he was in, and he was in a week to week hotel. And that's when he really started. Like, so Kyle, you when do you think? I know you mentioned you might be moving out. And I'm like, oh, my, my landlord is at a week to week hotel. Like <laughs> that's L A. That's L A. Real estate for you. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, a cave a cave tomb is good enough for Christ. It should be good enough for you. Well, yeah, but for three days. I was there for five years. No, but it was it was a sexy place. And <laughs> here's Airbnb. A, here's the thing, you undersell yourself as being some dirtbag, but you have you're artistic. You're everything you always have has an aesthetic quality to it. And you don't want to fucking admit it, but that hat. Those are two. Those are two dusters. I'm not huffing out of them. Uh-huh. Just two cans of dusters. Yeah, I know. But that hat, that uh, all the shit you have, those the way those guitars are placed. You're well. It's a rack. The way yeah. your the way your tattoos are. Pl- you you're not you're not a complete idiot. <laughs> no, there's there, but but the the, the the you could scratch through the idiot to find them, but it's still a b- big coating of idiot. But you never cop to it. Like you, you have a heightened sense of of uh, aesthetics and art. And no, it's called guilt. I, <laughs> I don't cop to. It. I, do, I do. I do the regret. I do the things that I'm like, oh, that was trashy or scummy, and then I feel bad about it. And I try to remember feeling bad about it so I don't repeat it. You said something to me one time though that I always think about. It, you might have just said it off the cuff, and it, but like. The people who to cop to their shittiness are always the best people, and the people who are always like, "I do a PC act, like it's clean for families," are always like the biggest, like low key pieces of shit. Clean comics, for the most part, are disgusting people. And but the people are like, "Look, I'm a scumbag." But the problem, the problem is, like, if you're like, "Hey, I'm a scumbag," but then you never try to also be better. Yeah, like yeah. There, there's no redemption in just like, yep, I'm a piece of shit. Like, just because you admit <laughs> it doesn't mean we should forgive you for it. You should also maybe try to be better if you're already acknowledging it. You can't just acknowledge it for 30 years. Like, eh, I did another piece of shit thing. Like, <laughs> no, stop doing it then. If you've known for 30 years that you're doing a scumbag thing, be, try to be a better person. You yeah. know, I, I I made a conscious decision. Part of the reason I live here is is my my father is not well, and I was a runaway to the circus person for two decades, and mm-hmm. I've felt like a better person here, helping my mother, doing simple things yeah. like going to the store for, her. 
And it, it took me so long to click in my brain that look, dude, you make conscious decisions to be a piece of shit. You can also make conscious decisions to be a nice human being and do what's right for your family. (laughs) When we were, when we were doing gentlemen scumbags, I had to check myself because I would purposefully do shit just to have silly, wacky shit to talk about on the show. And I was like, this is not good. Which I had a healthy way. Which I had, I had Brino delete every single part of the catalog because it was just, yeah, it was, there's stuff in there that you we're not, we're not, Bad. Times change. Times change. We're not bad folks, but sometimes when we said shock shock value things that I was like, look, dude, I don't want this in the universe. We could just take that away. And sadly, one of the greatest episodes was, was with you. Where are we talking about pizza? Oh, my God. What happened be, in there? There was a term. Maybe. Porch, porch is involved. It was it was the three of us, and we did a. It was so goddamn funny, but yeah. Somebody said that they were eating porch pizzas, and then we're like, "Porch pizzas? That sounds like it should be a slur." And then um, it went off the rails from there, if I recall. Fan- this is uh, super this funny, is, super funny. But it, but you could take it out of context and and think. Oh, I don't think there's an out of context. I think we just made it abundantly <laughs> clear what the context was, and it's bad, bad context. You made it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gone because uh, negativity you put out into the into the world. Sometimes you have to just erase it if you have. Also, I think it's okay to go after it's okay to go after Italians. Come on! Oh, oh my God! Oh yeah! Half our show, half power moves is uh, making fun of Italians. <laughs> and I'm got, sorry. I, I'm sorry. You, 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 I, you, you've got plenty of shit. I, I, if I'm of the, those ethnicities, but like I got to L.A. and I couldn't stop saying Dago or Polak because nobody knew what I was. Nobody knew what I meant. And I was like, <laughs> right. Oh, God. Oh, he's my favorite painter, Pollock. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. Well, come on, it's like a word we use for ourselves. Hey. I say honk. I say honky in my act. I don't know if that's bad. You're fucking honky. You're the honkiest I was, motherfucker. I was saying I was saying I was saying gypsy too, but then that was like <laughs> that's like that was like on the that was on the precipice. I was calling cuz I was I hate running bits, but it was about like what terms. It's a, this same conversation. Like we know we said horrible things in the past now, but what are we saying now that's going to be deemed horrible in the future? Because yeah, yeah. I was calling corn nuts gypsy teeth, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that's probably <laughs> fucking accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> it's probably not going to be a thing you can call them anymore." I my when my albums got taken off of Spotify, I was part of me was like, "Oh, I'm going to miss out on the thirteen dollars a month I get." Yeah. And then part of it was, uh, I said some stuff on there five years ago that's no longer okay at all to say. And so maybe for the best. Kyle, you left Spotify completely. Oh, it wasn't yes. A choice. No, <laughs> it they wasn't took a you choice. off. They took you off. You got bumped up there and Pandora. Yeah. They banned you. They, I was part of a. a I agreed to this organization called Spoken Giants. Who's like, I mean, if you if you've already gone over it, I won't rehash it. But if you no. want the concise idea, 
they just thought like, okay, well, comedians should get uh, the same rights as musicians, not only for performance, but for the writing credit. Right. And I was like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But if you want to go looking for money that I don't think is there, and if you do find some, you keep a cut of it, by all means. What's the worst that could happen? Well, this is the worst that could happen, is that now I'm taking down off streaming services. The money's shit. It's not about the money. I was talking to Dan Cummins and Chad Daniels about it. It's like, oh, we're both, we're middle-aged comedians who put all our eggs in this basket. So if I was younger or still trying to be an actor or still trying to write a TV show, maybe I wouldn't be as devastated. But I need my stuff in rotate. I need my material to show up to somebody who's already enjoying right. comedy on a playlist to be like, oh, who's this guy? I need to make new fans. Yeah. Dan Cummins, how, Dan, how do Cummins do doesn't, Dan Cummins doesn't make six, seven figures as a podcaster. Uh, a lot of it probably came from Oh, from him hearing the him. awareness okay. is yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. Uh, both of, yeah, both of those guys for sure. Yeah. They, they make, you know, Chad Daniels is like one of the top comedians on Pandora. Okay. And I don't like at midnight was a great way to get people to figure out, find your stand up. So whether I, I don't want to admit it or not, like this, uh, TikTok, social media is a great way. Like TikTok's an easy way to pass a clip around. It's hard to share a clip on Instagram. Right. Right. A TikTok or a YouTube clip or something. Just something that's easy to share. What's easier than a clip showing up in somebody's playlist on Pandora or Spotify? That's what I'm pissed about. Yeah. No, I, I just I live off ticket sales. I want I want to do comedy. I love traveling and doing comedy. Ticket sales is how I make a living for the most of it. And this is directly affecting that because now Pandora, you could say you, you could go on as having your own account. But like You could put a little 15 second clip of like, hey, I'm going to be in this city this weekend. And it would play in front of your clip. So somebody listening to your channel is like, oh, I didn't even know he's going to be here this weekend. That you know, that's gone. So that stuff sucks. I want to talk about that. Um, it's Kyle Canaan on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> Kyle Canaan on TikTok. Do you, do you have a Do you have a social media manager? You have to. There's no uh, way. I, I have uh, my my actual management company does a pretty solid. Yeah, job. there's no fucking way you're posting a lot of that stuff on Instagram. <laughs> it's... I don't touch it. No, none of that's none of that's mine. No, you know when it's mine. It's just me. It's just I me. know when it's yours. My, cat. my cat's pretty cool. I know when it's yours. It's, yeah, you can tell. You it's can your see. dirty balls with uh, that cat hanging out. When you started promoting yourself, I I did I did they had that like a huh moment. Because <laughs> I'm I'm the tail end of Gen X, and like I am so bad at this shit too. Like these these younger people are like I don't know, like again, good at it. But I can't sit here and complain about what somebody else has and see how they got that. If I'm not going to do this, at least attempt to do the same thing they did to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like, oh, look at why so and so get to perform on this show. Oh, maybe because they showed up to that club and hung out every week and got to know people there and were kind and friendly and hung around and people vouched for them. Oh yeah, but I don't like hanging out. I don't like him. Well, then fuck off. Then you don't get to have the thing. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, they only got it because their mom is famous. Make your mom famous. Yeah. Let's make our moms famous, dude. So at some point, I what a what a threatening thing to say to somebody. <laughs> I stopped. I'll make your mother famous. <laughs> my mother, my mother, mother would be famous. He just said he'd make her famous. That could mean a whole array of things. 
How about I make so your mother? Darker. How about I uh, make your mother famous? Hey, my mother is famous. I love my mother so much. Oh, <laughs> my mother remains oh! an enemy. Ain't a minute My mother's vagina pushed. Nobody knows who my mother is. She pushed me out. My big ass head. She pushed me out of her vagina. My mother. Nobody face. knows my mother. No one knows my mother. This is my favorite mad Italian guy in the seventies from a movie. The fist bite. The fist bite is the best. It's That's the what Sonny does. Sonny does when his sister gets beat up. <laughs> oh! The guy yeah, does it in Chinatown. We lost all these. <laughs> yeah. The chin. The chin. There's like a... The thump. The thumb. The thumb teeth. Yeah. I got to bring that back. I like that. The, the thumb uh, teeth or the chin? Uh, I'm going to start dropping that on people. I was with uh, I was with Sean Patton. We were we were in uh, Dublin, and I didn't know. And I was like, "Oh, we're at a bar." I'm like, "Ah, oh, two beers." And I'm just like, "Oh shit!" And then the bar. I'm like, "Did I just say fuck you when I did this?" He's like, "No, you did." I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one beer, one beer, <laughs> one beer to go." <laughs> <laughs> I love drinking beer. One beer. <laughs> So what is it for yourself while you're at (laughs) from me to you from me to you. What is the joy you find (laughs) from uh, doing comedy on the road, Kyle? Man, I I don't understand these comics that are like miserable. I love it. It's the it's always been fun. I love doing comedy. I talked to you and you were miserable. I thought I thought I talked to you. Yeah, when comedy's not going well, I'm miserable. And I, I love comedy. I ask this because there was a time when I was offered some festival and you got real steamed outside of me, uh, 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 outside of uh, Little Joy. I said, I, I turned down some festival. And it was after I'd done a show in Dallas and I didn't like it. I didn't like being in that hotel room. It made me want to fucking yeah. kill myself. And I, I, I couldn't stand being alone, and I couldn't stand that lifestyle. And I made a staunch decision: like I don't think I can do this. It's not for me. And okay. I, and and I kind of well, stopped. Bruce- and, and that's when I kind of stopped doing stand up. And Brian will add on to this that I was, my management and my agents said that I was not a good stand up, and I should just do it for fun, if I felt like it. But you you should quit, and uh, it, it mentally broke my brain for a long time. Managers and agents told you they can't make money off what you're doing. Yes, so I let, let me let me let me let me uh, let me translate. What I they get said so to you. mad. I got so they said mad. They, they don't they didn't know how to make money immediately off of what you were doing with stand up. Yeah, ergo, capitalistically, you were not a good stand up. Yes. And Which it, is what makes the best stand-ups. It really made me sad and broke me for a long time. Now and I know you're not. Now I know you don't listen to me, just historically. But you should listen to Kyle's name. <laughs> <laughs> I've been screaming this at you for years, and he said what? the same thing that I did. Are you listen, doing any in Michigan now, or like, no. like just here's? No, because he's not a stand-up. Because bleeped-out <laughs> name said he wasn't after Montreal. Fucking 
and he, they decided that the shelf life on what oh. money they could get off of a stand-up was over. And okay, so this is the thing that, you know, this is why I love traveling and doing stand-up, because here's people that want to see the show. Granted, I get to walk in more often than not, but sometimes not, a room of people that I've already been pre-approved by. Right. People bought tickets to my show, but that was a long time coming. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's what I like. Like, outside, I got outside of LA or any industry stuff, Who's, who are the most famous comedians right now are making the populace laugh? And then showbiz is like, oh, we can market this stuff. I mean, we're throwing Theo Vaughn. Into the, Theo Vaughn appeals to people. And then yeah. showbiz came along. Those guys all live in fucking Nashville. They like uh, Austin, they all fucked off out of being around. I like it because, oh, I get to do stand-up. It's not part of L.A. It's not like, who's in the audience? You know who's in the audience? People that paid to see a good stand-up show, and that's what I want to do for them. I always liked traveling because I maybe I, I saw how, again, I saw how bands did it, and I'm like, well, that's how you do it. That I'm, I'm going to model myself after bands. You travel around, you do a good enough show for 50 people that the next time you come back, Hopefully there's a hundred people there. Cause like, Oh, last time we saw the show was great. And they tell their friends word of mouth. And you know, everybody says it at the end of comedy shows, word of mouth is the best sales and shit, blah, blah, blah. So I already liked doing it because I saw bands do it that way. Right. And okay. Let me use Hollywood as a tool to do more stand up. at midnight's great appearances on things here and there. Late night shows really don't mean shit anymore. I thought at midnight was the best way to be like, oh, this guy's funny. Oh, he's playing the comedy club this weekend because you got to advertise that week. I miss that. That's what podcasts are, though. Okay, let me do podcasts. I don't like I'm not looking to be a podcast star. It's to sell more tickets. But I like I just like doing comedy. I like trying to figure out like, oh, that bit works. Like there's there's diminishing returns on stuff that works. I've right. made I made the analogy over and over again. I'll do it again. I'm sorry if you heard it. It's like a skateboard deck. A new skateboard deck has snap to it, and you can ollie. You could ollie the same way, do the same technique, but if that deck's old, you're not going to get the same return out of it. That's how bits are to me. I'm like, I got to come up with new bits. That's fun. That's fun for me. That's because they could feel. That's exciting. That's a bummer because that reminds me that I left twelve skate decks in Los Angeles. <laughs> they they were too heavy. Well, <laughs> they were too heavy. I still have the goddamn Dwayne Peters one, even though he's like a crazy old racist. I, br- I got that one around here. I brought that one. I still have that. I still ride that. I, te- I, te- yeah. I texted you about Dwayne Peters when I watched that Tony Hawk documentary. Oh, yeah. He sounded like a nice guy in that one. But apparently he's like a- He does come back around at the end of it, though, because like, he starts off like a, like sounding real psycho. He's a... A lot of loose screws. On but I'll, t- when I, I'll tell you. When what, I, Burns, real, real quick. When I was doing the Chicago book, when I talked to you, you were saying that like all the industry, industry stuff is what ruined the enjoyment of like everything for you. Like L.A. is what ruined comedy for you. But if you're not in L.A., Kyle Kinane doesn't know that you can see an open mic from your window. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Here's the thing. I do this podcast i do the secondary one i do live shows i do um monday night beers with jesse pop vince and uh and gnarly and i get to do comedy for thousands of people 
every week from my house and I don't have and, to have the, yeah. you know, it's not the same. No, I but don't, if you don't, man, if you don't want to do it, then I, then don't, it, it, do it, it. it made me, it made me bummed and I couldn't handle the up and down, but that to be fair, when I go to Chicago and I do live shows, Oh my God! When I walk on stage and people clap and laugh and it, there's yeah. nothing like there's nothing like it. But I yeah, just man. I just don't think I can handle it. I don't think my brain is built to have that up and down. My th- I have a theory. All- I'm gonna keep screaming it. Bleeped out name. Told you that thing, and it fucked you in the head. That's what I think. I really do. <laughs> it fucked me. I also think that it's a like, but it's also a mature standpoint to go like, even though this thing I had I was enjoying. Rachel's Rachel's real good about saying like, oh, you could take the thing that you enjoy, but once you make it a thing you have to do, you start ruining the joy in it. Yeah. Right. And, and like like Jonah Ray, Jonah Ray is a director now, you know, and yeah. he's, he's a great director. I've done videos, I've done shorts with him. He just directed my last special two weeks ago. He's awesome. He's like the first director I've worked with in like a, for a stand-up special. I'm like, oh, you came out weeks earlier to shows and watched them and helped me with the arrangement of the bits. Because he was stand, but he's like, he's like stand up made me miserable. The same thing, it made it made me anxious. It would bum me out if it didn't go well. And he's like, I don't enjoy doing stand up, and so he quit. And he he's, he said he's like, I couldn't be happier now being a director and writing and creating things. Huh. And it just it doesn't sound like a thing that you like. You hear, like the people that announce that they're quitting are usually the people that nobody asked them to keep doing it. In the first place. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm quitting stand up. Fucking, you were good. It's See a later. it's a last grasp for. Some, yeah, they have to announce oh, that they're please quitting. Please don't quit. Nobody, don't quit doing five minutes for us on Wednesday. Yeah, it's never been an answer to a question for those people. Like, hey, why don't you do stand up anymore? Nobody's asked them because nobody cares. We're like, oh, thank God we haven't seen this person on the show. Uh, <laughs> You have to say it because you're asked that. You're asked directly, hey, why are, what's going on with stand-up? You have to say, like, well, I quit doing stand-up. Uh, I, I just don't foresee – I'm never going to know how my life is going to change one way or another. But, like, I, it's, I, like I, I'm a retiree in the sense that <laughs> – but in the sense that, like, the thing, like, you know, retirees, like, they quit work and they need something they're going to do. Right. So they do model trains or they get good at darts or pool or some shit. That's what this is. The fact that it pays my income is great, but this is the thing that I'm going to just keep trying to decipher until I, 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 I don't see a foreseeable end to it. Like I just like doing it. Oh, I love no. that the byproduct is that it's my income. And you That's sh- cool. And you shouldn't. It, 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 it seems almost effortless for you. Because you're it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know you I get think... my ass handed to me here in Portland no. routinely. Yeah, I know. Kyle, you Kyle, you barely try. So uh <laughs> <laughs> I know that I know you think that, but like as a person who has like I have no self esteem. I think I suck at everything. Nothing you could ever tell me will make me feel good. You, you have the most swagger out of any person in the whole crew. <laughs> I, I I don't believe it. I I think you I'm... rolled through you 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 changed fashion for dude stand ups in L A. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I just pulled my old pair of Red Wings out of storage because I'm like <laughs> I should give these another chance. 
Burns talked me into buying three hundred dollars boots. I better give him. Maybe I should give him another swing. I'm sure I gave you a discount. I'm sure those were cheaper yeah, they, than three. Yeah, he gave discounts to everybody but Scott Boxing. And then they fired me. Yes, uh, someone uh, yeah. someone bothered me, and they didn't get discounts. But no, you're you're brilliant, and you make things that are far above and beyond what most people could ever squeeze out of their fucking lemon brain, and. You have to keep doing it because you don't like this sort of thing. Me and Brido, like sitting at home doing Zoom podcast, is just makes more sense for me. I, I, I'd rather I'd rather yeah. do I'd rather do shows live. Honestly. Oh, good. Well, you fucking deserve. <laughs> well, he doesn't a bitch. need another hit to his self esteem, Brido. <laughs> no, I, I, do. I'm doing a show later. I'm I'm doing a show later. <laughs> well, you're still good. You got sober. You your brain is squared. <laughs> I will say that. I'll say that that part of like, oh, this is the thing I care about so much. Then it can't just be another drunk game of pool at the bar. Like I need to do this with a clear head yeah. and care about it if I want it to be a thing. Because that was part of the misery too. Like I got that too. Like, oh, I kind of screwed up a show when I first got to LA. I was I'm drunk all the time. And, oh, I can't believe I moved away from my family and friends. Right. And why Why am I not getting opportunities? Maybe because you're shit-faced on stage every night and you're not trying. People are laughing at you as being the drunk who gets on stage. You might have one good joke. But I'm like, I can't be that guy. I, I think about so, that a lot. You um, you had... But that's the anxiety on the road and everything. I don't really don't drink on road gigs. You had a big failure when you were early in your career and like, what did yeah. you kick up? You kicked a beer off stage or at a party or something at like Montreal. Yes. Oh no. I didn't. I just got Aspen? wasted. In, I just got wasted in Aspen. Aspen. Yeah. A terrible. I just was did poorly. Right. But everyone wrote you off. The industry did for a split second. And then you, battled back and from all of the mid aughts from the mid I, I told you a story about when I first moved I, I moved because I won laugh riots I won a, a comedy competition for comedy central <laughs> in Vernon Hills and I was like don't even worry about the plane ticket I'm moving out there comedy central and it was 10 spots at the key club on the sunset strip and the top three were going to get spots on premium blend well, they gave spots to the top nine. Guess who didn't get one? Oh, Me. shit. I uh, got drunk, and then a, 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 a larger gal stagehand drove me to the uh, Roger room where everybody's drinking at. She stopped at Norm's parking lot to buy Coke, and she farted in the car and hotboxed me in there. Very cool. This is my first week in L.A. <laughs> she got out. She like had to like rock herself out of her Civic to go buy coke mm -hmm. and farted while she did it she yeah. went whoops whoops and then <laughs> closed the door and then closed the door and i was so drunk i was already about to throw up and then she came in and like threw a seal at me and it was like all like rocky crumbly blue cheese coke and uh she's like get in there i'm like don't we have to like break this up i didn't know a lot about cocaine done a couple times like don't we need to break this up she's like yeah if you're a pussy and i just snored i snorted big blue cheese crumbles and i just fell out onto my shirt 
crack she drove me to the Roger room and I just I saw my friends were sitting in the front I just ran to the back I'm like I gotta hide real quick and she like I had to ditch that gal so that was first, <laughs> that was first failure that was number one that was first week in LA failure and then uh, and about four years later I got I to go to the Aspen Comedy Festival and I thought like well you know Kyle you're a lot like these uh real classic artist that a few shots of whiskey is really when your star <laughs> comes shining out. And it wasn't at all. I just got drunk and would freeze and didn't know how to deliver my jokes and just bombed all weekend and watched. I mean, you've been to comedy festivals and everybody's sure. like looking over your shoulder to see who else is coming yeah, in. And yeah, I was like, yeah. nobody cared about me and I didn't care about myself. Didn't give anybody a reason to care about me. Didn't, took an opportunity and pissed it away. And uh, yeah. So I fucked up a lot of stuff and it was kind of like I had to, cause then I got all that pressure out of the way. Like now it's like, Oh, I'm up for a promotion. I better work hard. It's like now I'm just going to work hard because I want to work hard. And if people take notice, cool. But I'm doing again, the freedom of like, now I can do whatever I want without work. Who's in the room. Is this right for this show? It's like, I don't give a shit. I just want to like, whoever's in the room, I want to be the best stand up on the show tonight. Those yeah. are always like the best stories that people have. It's like I believe you had you had an interview that fucked me up in the head because I was trying so hard to get a manager or whatever, and you were talking about how you turned it around after that, and you're like, I did the, I already did the thing, and no one gave a shit. So I said to myself, like, I can do whatever I want, and that's when like my career took off. And I had this like I had that attitude for a while. Then I got a manager out of it, and I was, but then like I fucked that up too. <laughs> but like, uh, like Nick Vatterad has that fucking story. Like he's like Montreal came to Chicago every year. I gave them what I thought they wanted, and it didn't yeah. work. And so I did the big set list bit, the the famous Vatterad bit. It's like yeah. out of this world insane, and they were like, "Fuck yes!" and took him that year, and he did it on Fallon, and you know, it's always the I'm doing whatever the fuck I want, like because they don't know what they want, right? Right. Somebody else got one thing. And then everybody behind them follows suit of like, I better do with a thing because that got them a TV show. Or I'm like, right. They don't, sh they don't know what they want. That's why they're on that side of it. Right. And that's why I think all of us do this sort of business is to make ourselves happy. And once people like managers, agents, and industry get involved, that's when yeah. they take the happiness out of it. And when you go independent and you do shit on your own, on your own terms, that's when you really feel the joy of it again. Yeah. Well, that goes back to why I was basing everything off bands anyway. <laughs> right. You were a shitty musician. So you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was also that. But like, oh, we got to do this ourselves. We got to make our own scene. Yeah. I mean, shit, you're doing social media for Lincoln Lodge. There's no better example of making their own scene than Geary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking who? I still look at the Zany's calendar. Who's even going there? Like, right. they, well, Bert's, know, Bert's gone, and I guess that they booked yeah, the locals right. now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, according to like decades. the. Yeah. According to the real heads, who are that? Like, Wiley's still there. Like, yeah. the, the, the Laugh Factory is like the center of the scene, and the Zany's books comics like the local comics now so there's not that's good but there's not an anti i think that they're gonna be dude it's 
I don't know, man. Like, there's there's something special about a scene that was like, we're going to be insane and and creative and not pander. And then the difference being like, we're going to pander and make it marketable. And it's like, I don't know if that's always like great for the art form, but that's just me highfalutin. Nobody you know knows. I mean? like, yeah. I'll tell He's you a story. I'll tell there. you a story, Kyle. <laughs> I'm low. High, low, just some kind of falutin. I'm just falutin. I, I'm real low falutin over here. I did my. I'm a real low falutin motherfucker. <laughs> I did. I did. I would say my fourth or fifth stand-up set ever at Lincoln Lodge, and it was the second to last night that you were living in Chicago, and then you were going to leave. You mean Lions Den? Lions Den. Lions Den. And I walk past your table. You're sitting in one of those high tops. It's in the book. And you says to me, yeah. oh, my God, I just threw up in my glass. You're fucking funny. And I thought you were hot shit because you were a big banger at Lion's Den. And it it made me do stand up for like 10 years. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> and now you just said it's the thing that makes you the most sad in the world. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, you said some about kick it, fucking. It, I never heard the phrase kick. Yeah, kick for you. I don't hey, even... Mr. Skymall, man, put a dildo on my shoe and kick fucking. <laughs> I don't even remember that joke. <laughs> No, what? that was that. Was that the pirate ship bit or the sky mall bit? No, it's a, that's something a, about kick fucking. It's a sky mall. What, what a visual! <laughs> it's a sky mall bit. Sky mall. It's a dildo on a shoe. You can kick fuck people with it, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, that's wild. I, I don't like what's going on here. That's I wild. had I had moments, and then I think the next night you did uh, elevated, and there was some photo of you with a uh, cigarette butt put out in a shot glass on the bar. And I think CJ Sullivan posted it somewhere and I was like, Oh man, this guy who thought I was cool left. This sucks. <laughs> what a, I'll tell you about that. And that was a, I was blackout drunk. I'm it sure was you my were. last show in Chicago. I did not tell. I didn't really tell a lot of people, but then some friends showed up. My buddy's dad, came with them i couldn't remember my jokes i walked <laughs> off stage because i got there early and pete holmes was there it was just me and him and pete as we know pete you know even more conservative then he's like canane's leaving so we just drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes me and pete holmes <laughs> christian married pete holmes christian married pete holmes we just drank whiskey and that's where the whole canane thing started because you would just dude i'll tell you whatever. what Divorce. Whenever I would forget what I was saying on stage, you would just go, because he was wasted. <laughs> I stepped off the stage to throw up. That was the end. That was my last set before I moved to Chicago. As I walked off stage and immediately it's cherry red. Like, not not in charge of myself, throw up. Like get on your knees and beg throw up. <laughs> not like let me put a hand on the wall, get it out of here and return to the party. And my buddy's dad came in. He's like, you all right? You want to ride back? <laughs> I got it. Mike, I'm all right, Mike. Divorced Pete Holmes was very fun in New York. He was. He he oh. didn't give a shit. And I didn't have a lot of friends. I was kind of by myself. And divorced Pete Holmes in New York yeah. wanted to party. <laughs> well, if you have tightly coiled religion 
guy gets sprung, of course that's going to be like, we need to catch up. Yeah. Ooh, you, you or you and, <laughs> you and the devil? Who are you? I, you I'm gonna devil. be I'm gonna be the devil's intern for you to catch up on all your sins in life. This is gonna be rough for me. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Catch me up on my sins, Kanane. Man, I got a lot of box to check. <laughs> Carol, do you want to hang out with us for a couple minutes and do a uh, post game? Let's do it. I'm doing whatever. Great. I, gotta go. I think I'm gonna go see Municipal Waste tonight. Oh, fabulous! We all like music. I just, I just, yeah, I just Municipal saw their Waste. <laughs> you gotta watch them. You gotta go see. I'm it. gonna go see it. I'm 45. I'm gonna go see a thrash band by myself. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. <laughs> Feed the cat and go see some thrash metal. Brado, who's on Hunk this week? Oh, uh, Adam Burke, Mia Jackson, Giancarlo Cerezi, Simon King, Kara Clank. Fabulous. Do you know? Oh. Do you know any of them? Yeah, I know all of them. They're they're lovely. It's gonna be a fabulous. You ever do show. a food? Yeah, do a food version of Hunk called Chunk. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should. Brado, Kyle, love you both. We'll see you on the flip side. If you want to hear more, be on the pregame uh, Power Moves. Uh, what is it? Patreon.com Power Moves with Mike Burns. There you go. You're looking for the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just doing Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove Just some American dudes I'm making power moves I'm making power moves